know, I guess one person can make a difference. Enough said. Face front, true believers. And welcome to Kapowcast, episode uh, 140. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, a very somber yeah, episode. I was going to use that exact same word. <laughs> An episode I, I didn't want to do. Ever. I, didn't, I honestly didn't think, like, logically I knew that it would happen, but, like, you just don't process it, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am Mike, joined by Jeff Jefferson. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Well, um, yeah. under normal circumstances. Yeah. And, of course, Tony Vance. Hi. Um, Today we will discussing the legacy and remembrance of stan the man lee um poof. yep just saying it just like yeah. railed everything so uh before that i guess we'll try to talk about some form of news jeff had pointed out in our chat group earlier this week that venom has crushed the justice league in worldwide <laughs> box office that made a that made my brain collapse yeah like <laughs> every time like you hear about the comic book movies that are surpassing justice league and several have at this point yeah like stuff you would know like black panther who would have doctor strange years ago doctor strange 10 years ago you know like venom i mean it's just a sony produced venom yeah. spin-off movie that has nothing to do with spider <laughs> can't stress any of that enough with woody harrelson as a <laughs> Cletus Cassidy with a clown wig you know it's funny you mentioned that because way back when we went to go do like the review for this movie, um, when me and Steph saw it, she wanted me to point out that she said this when we went out to eat after because she thought the wig looked absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yes. She was like, I want somebody to take that footage <laughs> and slice in lines from Sideshow Bob. <laughs> 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 and I about died. I was like, that is a fantastic idea. Personally, I love the wig. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a crazy person. He doesn't. But it looks so bad. Like that was, I know. that was the problem. Well, yeah. Just, the the line there will be carnage. <laughs> yeah. Could talk about the Dada esque arterial spray and like oh he's he was really having fun with it. You could tell. I don't know. I laughed really hard and I enjoyed it. So I guess maybe that's what I got from it. Jeff, uh, last week me and Tony touched on this a little bit. You know, rumors that Sony might be getting a little cocky and might think, you know what, <laughs> we, we actually don't think Spider Man needs the MCU. And talk, you know, maybe they'll pull him out. And then we like what did we, we likened it to a child that went to the bathroom for the first yeah, time yeah, by yeah. itself. That was, that, that was like, I did it. I don't need you anymore. You're like, well, no, you kind of do. Like, you got lucky once. Like, yeah. You're still probably going to shit the bed. Let's not. Been there. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush on that. Um, I still can't. Well, yeah, I can't see them producing a successful Spider-Man movie. I don't think they have the tools to. They just, they just don't know how. Well, and, and like I told Tony, I said, you can't suddenly pull him out and suddenly not have him interact with these characters yeah. when you've already established that he's part of their world. And yeah, I, th- I mean, another loss for it's, it's weird. It's a movie that keeps on losing. Yeah. <laughs> a year after its release, it's still lo- losing. Actually, uh, Monday I did some yard work and then I came in and I was like, you know, I was like, I'm going uh, I'm gonna, to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop in justice league. And I fell asleep again. <laughs> I have not sat down and watched the entire movie since I've owned it. It's, um, the only scene I really enjoyed was when Superman first woke up and they just did the fan service where Superman fights the rest of the justice league. Yeah. I love that scene, especially the fight between Superman and the Flash, where Superman was moving just a little bit slower than him. Like, it was like a little bit in slow motion. That was super cool. Keep in mind, like, I did not think it was a terrible movie by any stretch of the imagination. No, it was just a popcorn movie. There is something about it where I put it in and then my brain just shuts off and I fall <laughs> right asleep. It just is so played by numbers and, like, the villain is just so one dimensional. Very boring. He might as well, you know, he could have been anything. He could have been, like, a big angry tornado or. <laughs> Like it was just so generic. It was just a, he was like a MacGuffin. It was just something. Yeah, for, just something was, for them to fight. Yeah, it was a plot device to bring them all together. Very, uh, very disappointing. Yeah, Tony, huh? you you sent an article this morning. It was it was a Facebook post. Or a Facebook post. An article. I thought I woke <laughs> up in like 2006. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's sadly the fandom. Oh yeah, you're not kidding. It's uh it's it's a there was a, a big announcement this morning, probably eight o'clock, uh, or maybe it was seven o'clock. I don't remember what it was. Anyways, that's not important. That Dan Aykroyd had some sort of interview. Uh, somewhere last night and basically told said interviewer that he is in the works for a Ghostbusters 3 with all three original Ghostbusters and Bill will appear even if he is a ghost. <laughs> Which is so wild. And, Does that uh, include Harold Ramis? No, that's okay. including Ernie Hudson oh, and yeah, Bill Murray and I, him. I was hoping that was be a little distasteful <laughs> to have the ghost of Harold Ramis in a movie or a recasting. And, uh, he also confirmed that uh, after the 2016 slump in the box office with the all-female cast of Ghostbusters, there will not be a follow-up to that. I kind of figured that yeah. yeah long ago with uh with the numbers what they were it was a uh, it was definitely it was a definite no go which is it's sad because like yeah well, I'm not getting into this we'll be in it for an hour and a half because I'm just gonna cry and weep and then we're gonna cry and weep some more and <laughs> I think it just sucks the biggest problem was that they tried to reach across to an entirely different age and uh, gender demographic yeah I feel like it was maybe a little bit of a um 
overstretch. Yeah. Though I, I do love shooting for the stars, but with things of that nature, you already have your card stacked against you with this uh, fandom that holds it. So oh, any, any change true. whatsoever yeah. is going to enrage them. Yeah, it's going to be bad. But also, this is Dan Aykroyd we're talking about. If you've ever watched the documentary of, uh, what is it, uh, Alien Encounters and stuff like that, and have heard him talk about like, oh, the theory of that. He's, <laughs> <laughs> I love the man, but like that dude like goes <laughs> off on whims where I'm just like, Jesus, Lord. Yeah, he's he's out there. Have you lost your mind completely? Well, I mean, he was a comedian in the 70s. So he did probably, a lot of coke. Yeah. <laughs> he did a lot, a lot of, of coke. A lot, a lot of things. My favorite part of the whole thing that you sent over was at the pod. I was like, we've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least the fandom is wising up with that and uh, realizing that, like, you're probably not going to get this. Yeah. Because even though, like, one of the originals have said it, uh, the studio still has to say yes to the project. I, mm-hmm. And they, they're really not, they're not wanting to cater to the older fandoms. If, no. They want to catch the new groups. If you're unfamiliar of this go around, hop on YouTube. I, there is a video out there that highlights all the times that there was rumors of a Ghostbusters 3 happening and this and that. <laughs> all the times that, you know, Bill Murray was in and then he was out then he was in and then he was out. Like everything. Like it's an almost comical video. Oh, yeah. Um, that's why I, I'm not getting excited about this. At all. I wouldn't oh, be no. excited until like there was an actual a trailer. trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> an official announcement with filming beginning. Yeah. 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 I mean, sure. even even if it announced like filming would begin, like it could still fall apart. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Very too. quickly. Um, and I mean, it's not as if there isn't a way to enjoy a continuation of the Ghostbusters mythos. I mean, you have that video game that came out that had brilliant video. Game. Yeah, it was really much acted as like Ghostbusters three. Yeah. yeah. And then there's plenty of comics that Tony's pointed out that have crossovers with other iterations of the Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, unless you're just so dead set on watching a Ghostbusters movie with Ghostbusters that are in their 70s. Gaining, I think. Yeah. I know Bill Murray's around 70. It's one of those things where, like, I don't know if that would be enjoyable. Yeah. I just, like, I feel like the, too much time has passed, you know? Even the stunt doubles would look out of place because yeah. they have these young guys, like, dressed as old men. Um, I love those guys. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, but I, I, I'm past the point of wanting to see those guys unless it's a passing of the torch yeah. kind of movie. Which wouldn't, like, that would anger people, too. They just, <sighs> we want the original Ghostbusters. Suck my dick. Yeah. That's all I gotta say about that is you just get, get over you it, you man. You go the full-blown um, CG cool. make them young treatment like they did for Tron and have really creepy-looking <sighs> Ghostbusters. Uh, no. It's good in small amounts. Like, Marvel pretty much has it pinpointed to, like, a scene. They pretty, yeah. much, they pretty much find a reason to shove it in every movie now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's always, it's not for a long time. I think uh, it's Jess just, and Marvel will be the one that's, like, the longest amount yeah, of time. that's true. It's just long enough for you to start to notice that it looks kind right. of creepy. And then they end the scene, and you're like, oh. Whew. It's just like uh, when the beginning of Ant-Man 1, when you see yeah. Michael Douglas. I'm like, am I watching Wall Street? <laughs> and then it's good. Just just as soon as you notice that, that's when they cut to the next yeah. one. He must have been a tough one because he's he's pretty old now. He's got jowls, too. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty jowly. <laughs> Gotta subtract the jowls. <laughs> On the, the DC end of things, there have been uh, early reactions to Aquaman. What are they? Fairly positive. That's cool. I mean... Liking it to like a, a MCU film. Oh, hey. Like as far yeah. as like the tone. Some people, uh, you're gonna you're gonna love this, Tony. I guess some people have compared it to Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really lighthearted and spastic. Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> it does look like it has tons of eye candy, at least yeah. from what the trailers have. Um, from what I've I've heard, like uh, Jason Momoa and Amber Heard don't necessarily wow as far as their acting abilities go. I can mm. believe that too, unless he's <laughs> screaming in Dothraki. I'm not really. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope there's at least I, one little tidbit where he does it. Yeah, I'm hoping Atlantean sounds like Dothraki or something. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that that movie is even coming out. I, I don't. I not, it's see. not because I'm not interested. I just yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. When does when's its release date? Uh, December twenty first, I believe. Oh wow, December twenty oh, first. I thought it was November. Uh, they pushed it back to December. When did they do that? Christmas season. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, Tony. <laughs> when did they do that? <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? Uh, I haven't heard that one in a minute. I know. Uh, pretty sure. Yeah, it's uh, hang. Uh, you looking that up? Uh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm right. I don't want to. Ma- oh, I am wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. December fourteenth. December fourth. I was about to say that's really close think, to Christmas. I think Into the Spider Verse is December twenty first. Uh, that's yeah. that's also really close to two Christmas. Though. Two movies to watch. You know, I take it back because I said earlier I can't see Sony doing a Spider Man movie. I have pretty high hopes for uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. I think it's going to be fun. I love the animation style. The multiple animation style. Yeah, that, exactly. Like, after you pointed that out, that one show, I can't help but like every time there's a clip or something that's on like social media, I like watch it so. Intently, I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, he's right. There's different <laughs> textures on the animation. Yeah, they all have different like filters to them. Or yeah, yeah. 
And I love the dot matrix look. It, oh, I love it. And the uh, spider noir, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, that still cracks me up. I'm like, okay, who's doing um, spider noir? Uh, I forget her name, but she's the uh, going to be the main human character in Bumblebee. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah she was, it's another kind of she's in True Grit. Yeah, yeah, she's great in True Grit. Yep, Pitch Perfect 2. <laughs> and 3, I think. Okay. What a, what a uh, career she's had. What a filmography. Yeah, she's a, she's a worker. Something for everyone, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean... It's weird because I'm so used to, uh, for one, having a Star Wars movie coming out around this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, two, I'm, I'm used to like the comic book movies pretty much being done. It's like, oh shit, no, we still got two more. Yeah. yeah. And then, I wonder if we're reaching critical mass when it comes to the amount of comic book movies that come out. It's funny you say that because the other day I was thinking, it popped in my head that Aquaman was coming out and so was uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, man, this this year has been like super duper heavy with uh, comic book movies. I was like, I kind of feel like I am a little burned out. Yeah. Like I, like she, this is coming from us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, it's nothing against them. It's just like, uh, we'll be on our days off and Janelle will be like, let's watch a movie. And I go, okay, what do you want to watch? And she goes, let's watch a Marvel movie. I go, can we just take, can we take a break? <laughs> A little bit from the comic book it's movies. Like too it's like having pizza every day. Yeah. Like I, I just watched Goodwill Hunting five times because it was it was something <laughs> far it didn't away. Have a, it didn't have a Marvel character in it. We, um, oh wait, it did have a Marvel character. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get away from it now. I'm noticing it more and more. I'm like, wow. Who was in Goodwill Hunting? That was Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh. <laughs> um, it, it had young Ben Affleck too. Oh, but, yeah. uh, that's uh, DC though. See, we, we like watched like just got done watching all our horror movies. Yeah. And so we have this little window now where we we have between the end of Halloween and the start of Christmas and then we're going to start watching all our Christmas movies. And then probably after that we'll start to move on to watching rewatching all the Marvel movies mm. to in preparation for Avengers 4. Oh man. Oh, so was that that's 19 movies? Uh no, that is 20. Oh, There's 20 movies. You pretty much are almost at the point where you could watch a Marvel movie, movie every two weeks, a new Marvel movie every two weeks. Yeah. Good Lord. And like, that's not including other comic movies. Well, and the, the thing is, is even though we're going to be watching it leading up to Avengers 4, you still have Captain Marvel too. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this is going to jack you up too. Like you have to stop what you're doing to watch Captain Marvel and out of It's kind sequence. of the same thing we did last year with Black Panther in February. Maybe. Maybe because. you can plan it to where uh, you can fit it into a... Uh, actual timeline you know what i'm saying not like release I, date but like i kind of you know? want to do that i kind of want to um to arrange it that way because like we'd always perceive that when the marvel movies came out it's funny how we went from talking about aquaman to talking about the marvel movies <laughs> uh the marvel movies came out we were always under the impression that these are happening in like linear Chron- time yeah. yeah like chronological order but now not you have no movies more. like guardians 2 that happens like six months after mm-hmm. guardians 1 and then you have like spider-man homecoming and black panther that happen whenever the fuck they have right after we won't get into the Spider-Man <laughs> years, X amount of years later, but like they happen literally almost after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like Spider-Man has a few months after Civil War, I think, mm-hmm. and Black Panther happens like a couple weeks. That after ruffled Civil a lot War. of feathers too. Like a lot of people were really angry about um, the movie's not taking place in a concurrent continuity anymore. But I figure it leaves you with more options to be able to do different, different, different watching uh, methods. Like, yeah, I thought about the other day. Like, if you wanted. Theoretically, you could watch like Ant Man because we watch Ant Man the Wasp. Mm-hmm. You could watch Ant Man, then you could watch Civil War, and then you could watch Ant Man the Wasp. Or yep. you know, you could watch, uh, you know, Captain America, Thor, yeah. Thor, the Dark World, if you if you wanted to, Avengers, Age of Ultron, and then Ragnarok. Like it's really you can just kind of pick and choose. It's like a it's like a uh, like a like an ice cream bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird you brought that up because then you're you're kind of watching it as you would reading a comic line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have tie-ins and wow, yeah, it yeah. totally is. Holy yeah. shit, <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> Maybe I should drink whiskey more often on the show. <laughs> that is, wow, yeah. Because like, if you want to follow the, the particular progression of a character. Mm-hmm. You follow the tie-ins, you go to the main event that's necessary. Yeah, and like, um, you know, Iron Man. You watch Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, uh, Avengers. Avengers, Iron Man 3, mm-hmm. Age of Ultron, Civil War. And then you just kind of get the whole arc of, you know, Tony Stark. Yeah, the Tony the Tony Stark. The Tony Stark arc. <laughs> just genius writing. Yeah. And, and genius planning on their part. And Was reason- it planned, though? Yeah. I stole a line, but that's your line. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, the good thing about this is that the could big be a happy accent. Sorry, could oh, be okay. It could be a happy accent, like Bob Ross. Yeah, there you go. Okay, continue what you were saying. The good thing about this, though, is that the main tie-in events uh, don't suck. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Because well, no, no, no. We won't say don't suck. They just, they just, you know, don't build up, build up, build up to a giant letdown. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you just stop right before the conclusion of the big tie-ins with Marvel, you're okay. You're satisfied. I've always said the tie-ins were so much better than the actual events, like Secret Invasion, Civil War, which wasn't bad, but his tie-in stuff was way better, I felt. Frontline was probably my favorite tie-in stuff. Yeah. That was the most controversial one, too. Yeah. I I think maybe maybe that's why I liked it. It didn't have any of the... uh, you know the big big boy superheroes. Yeah, you know it was a it was something that I had no pre existing knowledge about, and it was it was fun. It was a fun read. It was different. Captain America, do you know what MySpace is? <laughs> 
I just have to point that line out every time Frontline's brought up. And even that's dated. Now. Oh, yeah. It got, it got dated really quick. Uh, she could be unfrozen now. I'm like, do you know what Instagram is? I'm try- Sorry. I'm like, I'm just thinking like all the different ways of watching the movies now. I'm like, well, if I want to follow Black Panther, I'd watch Civil War, Black Panther, then Infinity War. Yep. Mm-hmm. We need a little bit more Black Panther for it to be like kind of juicy. Same with like Doctor Strange. Yes. Like, even though I watched Infinity War a couple days ago, still like, to me, Doctor Strange steals the show in that entire oh, movie. Big it's, time. His, his, his fight thing against Thanos is pretty phenomenal. I would say it's hard to top. I mean, my favorite fight before would probably be Cap versus Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. or one of the fights. And I thought the fight choreography in that film was the best of any of them. The fight between, uh, <laughs> oh no, Iron Man, Bucky, and Cap. Yeah, I was just going to say that. that was my favorite. That's, that one, that's a really good one. That was one of the few Marvel fights that I can think of where it was just straight fighting. Like yeah. there was no quips. There was no, like, no. it was just pure very, emotion. They're all trying to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> you got this two World War II superpowered heroes fighting. A genius in a multi-billion dollar death machine suit and they're all out for blood it just makes for such a good and emotional scene it is it's a oh that's probably one of my favorite fights yeah it was probably one of the most high tension fights in the whole mcu i think and it was all in like kind of a confined space yeah. too so the, sh- the, the shots in that in that whole thing like it made this, it, the, it made it the space they were in feel small mm-hmm. but then made the event still like huge yeah it's, it's the, weird the way they fought like it was yes. very like like when cap like grabs iron man's foot and like out. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because I, I actually just watched the fight probably a couple weeks ago on YouTube and uh, I, I watched it like five times over in one sitting and I'm like, good God, like it's things you don't notice when on the first thing when they're fighting. You can tell when they're fighting that they know each other's fighting styles, mm-hmm. and it's so crazy to watch because like Cat knows exactly what to go for, what what he's going to do next, and what to block. And then, uh, I mean, like Tony kind of knows, but then he obviously yeah. uses Friday to like kind of you know get two steps ahead. Well, he's normally more used to like distanced combat, yeah, flying around, right? And... But still, it was because she even says in it like you can't beat him hand to hand, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like ah, uh, so great. So yeah, I can't wait for Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we were yeah, uh, we, we beating around the bush. Yeah, I think we I, I think we've purposely been uh, putting this off. So it was past Monday. Uh, Stanley passed away. I don't like to say died. Yeah, like I see articles that are like Stanley dead. Stanley fucking dead. Dead died. <laughs> like to me, like anytime like I see something like that with a celebrity, like I assume they like overdosed. Yeah, or exactly. Like yeah. Found, found dead in a brothel. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, like no, like he he passed away. Like he was <laughs> found dead in an opium den. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh he was ninety five years old. Like uh, yeah. first first of all, like all three of us at this table, I think we would be blessed and lucky to live <laughs> yeah. to ninety five. Yeah, especially like, like relatively cognizant and. It, and that that is the thing with Stan Lee is it wasn't until really his wife died, yeah, that things started kind of really to turn. But even up to that, like up to that point, like he was very responsive. He was still like mm. had his wits about him, like still to funny. be in your nineties and be that spry and that uh, alive, alive, yeah. yeah, like that just filled with life, like and so dedicated to the business still, so dedicated. And you know, I I mentioned in our in our group chat after I was like, oh man, I wonder if the the documentary is still on Netflix. Sadly, it wasn't, but. There were certain things from that documentary that I still remember because I watched it a few times. <clears throat> and there was a point where, like, you know, he's talking at the end and, and, you know, people, he's like, people always ask me, you know, Stan, Stan, when are you going to retire? When are you going to retire? And it's like, you know, never because, <laughs> you know, I still love what I'm doing. You know, mm. what's the, you know, what's the point of retiring when you love what you're doing? Yeah. And I was like, that is so cool. This man gets it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw a quote after, on the radio or I heard a quote on the radio where he said he wished that more people would do what they love because there's not enough people in the world actually enjoying what they do. He was very big on that. Like yeah. just doing what you love. And what's funny is obviously like he didn't set out to be a comic book writer. No, mm-hmm. he uh, he wanted to write the next great American novel, which I would say in a way he kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, he practically he pushed, I wouldn't say single handedly, but he was one of the pivotal figures in pushing comics graphic novels into the forefront as an actual legitimate media i'm yeah. glad you i'm glad you said not alone because let's get this out of the way i just want to get it out of the way right now we're not discrediting steve ditko or yeah jack, or kirby. jack kirby or any of the other they, greats they both that we love to death they <laughs> both had just as much to do with everything as stan did stan was a better showman though yes so here's what i'm liking he was the him. front man of yeah. the band he was the so ambassador you yeah. have uh like that bohemian rhapsody movie that's out yeah it's about queen but it's about Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Not to say that the members of the band didn't help capture that magic, but the, the members, the still living members of the band actually helped produce the movie. Right. But like, they, they, not that they didn't have any, you know, less of a part to do with it, but he was, you know, the centerpiece. And right. that's what Stan Lee was. Like you said, he was the front man. He mm-hmm. was like the, the uh, poster child. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is a business about grandstanding. Yeah. 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 And it's true. about publicity. He never, in my, in my experience of seeing interviews though, when it, the chance presented himself, he would always say, you know, and mention that he had great people working with him. Yes. Um, he, he never, I don't think he ever, you know, 100% said I did all this. Mm-hmm. Right. 
you know, he'd even say like, you know, he, he wished like Jack Kirby or uh, Steve Ditko were around to mm-hmm. see all this. And, you know, if they were around and did pass, we'd probably be doing a show very similar to this oh, one. Yeah, about right. them. I love Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. They're so pivotal to how we look at comics these days. There was... I I'd hopped in one of the like uh, one six society group that I'm in on Facebook and I posted the picture from Motor City Comic Con. I was like, you know, just put in a comment. Let's see your Stanley pictures. And some a-hole commented like Steve Ditko, the true creator. God, <laughs> Jesus. And I just replied. I was like, don't be that guy. <laughs> like, don't don't be that person. It's people like that that make me hate the Internet. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure he did it because he wanted to get a rise out. of Probably. Everybody. But like, it's just like, man, like how pathetic of a human being do you have to be to sit there and wait for it and wait for it and then like hit it? When like you just shouldn't, you just yeah. shouldn't hit it. Like it's just ridiculous that you would even remotely be so uh, callous. Yeah, and down on yourself to like bring about this negativity and already negative uh, event in time. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just your classic internet troll. Yeah, I know, mm. but you know they should probably just like chug some bleach. <laughs> um, Careful, that's how the man versus food guy lost his career. <laughs> really? Well, he didn't chug bleach. He told someone to go slit the wrists in a bathtub. Oh. Well- <laughs> So uh, Monday is what's not funny, but like, uh, <laughs> you sure? Yeah. <laughs> there was just like some weird like thing. Like, so I, I was doing yard work and I popped in my headphones and I was listening to music while I was doing it. And then one of our shows popped up uh-huh. and, and you were like, ew. Yeah. I was like, what's this shit? <laughs> usually I do skip it because they're very long shows. I'm like, because yeah. these are the unedited versions. Oh, fuck. Okay. So oh, yeah. you don't even know what episode it is. Yeah. It's only like yeah. 15 minutes in. So I just, <laughs> I just kind of let it go. And it ended up being the episode we did shortly after Carrie Fisher died. Yes. Where it was the three of us. And I think Mikey was there too. And we were talking and I'd mentioned, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, you know, I just, I felt like the wind got knocked out of me. Like it, like I don't get, I don't get real sad or, or sentimental over celebrity passings for the most part. Uh, I was like, but that was one that, you know, really, you know, knocked me down. And then, and then it came in after doing yard work and I put in justice league and I kind of dozed off <laughs> and uh. I woke up and I, I grabbed my phone and I opened Facebook and the, I see a picture it's like the top of Stan Lee's head. Uh-huh. And I was just kind of like, what? And and like, I just assumed before I'd even read it. I'm sure you've seen it before where people will share it. It's like a picture of Stan Lee. And it's like, this is just a friendly remember or uh, breaking news. Stan Lee is still alive. Well. <laughs> yeah. Because I had seen that like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And like, I just kind of assumed that. And then I read it and I was like, oh my God. And like two people had already shared it. And yeah. I was like, no, no. So like I, 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 I typed in Stan Lee on, on Google and nothing came up yet. And then I got back and it was like literally like the, the post from TMZ was like 12 minutes ago. Yeah. And I was like, and that's when I tried, I tried to uh, send it to you guys. And at first it was just sending, it would just send like a link to TMZ, yeah. like not the actual article. Mm-hmm. So I was, and so then I just, I just told you guys, I was like, Hey, uh, Stan Lee died. And that's when you were like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not fucking with you. Like I, uh, I found another article on the Hollywood reporter and I sent it. And then it was just like this weird uh sense of like oh man like it actually happened yeah a real sense of like like unreality where like i don't know i felt like it sounds weird or like over dramatic but it just felt like i was in a dream or something like yeah it just, just really seemed unreal like i was just unable to process like you know it's like saying hey the moon's made of cheese guys like <laughs> and jeff <laughs> you are also somebody that uh, you you don't really get too uh sentimental no over celebrity passings yeah you're usually making fun of them yeah i normally do <laughs> this one i was <laughs> this one was a little different though i was I was it pretty hard. I mean, well, and especially because too, like, like we had said, like the last few years of his life, it was like this, this a lot of controversy, shit show. Yeah. Like, a luckily, circus. His last, you know, months, like that whole thing was finally taken care of, and mm-hmm. uh, he reconnected with his daughter. Yeah, so Which, that's good. That's that hits home for me. Like, I was just like, you know, I don't know whose side of the story was true, but I'm I'm glad for this. Yeah, like you need some sort of reconciliation. Well, I mean, feuding with a man in his nineties, <laughs> not to mention <laughs> it being your father, and you yeah. haven't talked to each, like. Imagine like what kind of like downward spiral she would have like went into oh, if, yeah. if they've never contacted and said, you know what, this is what happened is complete garbage. I'm sorry. I mean, even if you're in the right, it's it's hard to be like, yeah. you know, oh, you were uh, being hang- angry and hateful towards your, you know, 90 plus year old dad. Who, right. And then he died. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After after, you know, his the love of his life. <laughs> Yeah, his wife. You know, like we said, two years ago. Was it two yeah, years? Some, I think I want to say. I think it was twenty sixteen. Uh, and uh, that was another thing when watching uh, the Stanley documentary that I really took away from it was like the footage of him and his wife at home. I was like, wow. I was like, these two like genuinely love each other. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. like a. Can you a, imagine going the distance like that? Was sixty seventy years? They were sixty years. I think they were married. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lifetime. It is that's like a, that's a good lifetime. Oh yeah, and uh, like there was like in the documentary. Uh, if anybody wants to check it out, it's called With Great Power. <laughs> by the way, I love it. Uh, there's actually like footage of they're, they're like sitting in home. And like Stanley's just kind of sitting in in one of his chairs, how Stanley would sit yeah. with his left 
across and like she like has music on and she's like trying to dance and she's trying to get Stanley to get up and dance and he's just kind of like <laughs> it's like the most adorable thing you will ever see old couples that stay together are the best especially like that that are mm-hmm. that, like that still have fun yeah because there's some old couples that stay just together scream at each other and they yeah. just like hate each other or argue like, constantly yeah. while one's playing solitaire the other one's washing the dishes yeah and the other one's just like ignoring them and like kind of shaking with rage when they continually berate them am I painting a vivid enough picture here? almost too vivid it feels so real it's um, funny that you brought up the day because um, that day was really really odd for me like you said it was it was Monday it's about what was it like one o'clock ish uh, something like that and yeah. I, and I, anyways an, about an hour before you had messaged us in the messenger I had woken up. I didn't have to pee. I wasn't hungry and none of the other weird things that huh. usually happen. I just woke up and I was like wide awake. And I'm like, why the fuck am I awake? And I'm just sitting on my computer. You felt a disturbance in the forest. It must have been, man. Like it was really weird because like literally almost like an hour to the dot, he goes, Stanley died. And I was like, no, 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 he didn't. And I went to, I did the same thing he did. Went to Google. By the time I punched it in, it was all over Twitter. It was everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. No, like the day has come. Like I was like, I cannot believe the day has come. I didn't sleep for the rest of the fucking day. The whole day I was awake. I was like, I cannot believe this. So like it just, I wasn't like crying or anything. Like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't yeah. like rolled up in a leg. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, but I was just like contemplating and like, I don't know why because I'm 31 and I know this shit happens. And he's but, 95. Yeah, and like, but like I didn't think I would see the day. I, I thought, do, he, yeah. I thought he was gonna outlive me. He's there a, was, he's a lifelong figure. Like, yeah, I've just I've seen him in everything. Everything I watched growing up, like all the different cartoons he would make cameos in, uh-huh. and then all the movies that he made cameos yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And he just, uh, and even uh, Kevin Feige said that he 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 just you just kind of expected him to always be there. Like yeah. he just yeah. kind of. You just kind of always thought, and, and Kevin Feige said, like, he loved the days that he would come and shoot his cameos because it was almost like a, like a free day. Like, <laughs> he just brought such, like, exuberance and just such, like, excitement and levity around the set. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of course, like, he's Stan Lee. Like, yeah, he's our, he's our beloved comic grandpa. Yes, <laughs> comic grandpa. It's a, um, it's a fine way to put it. <laughs> and there was, there was, you'd mentioned there was, like, so many great tweets coming out. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, the, the Marvel cast, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, he did an Instagram thing where he just posted a picture of him and Stan and just said, I owe it all to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that one hit pretty hard. To, yeah. I just got, yeah. Tom Holland said, like, he's completely indebted to him. And, Chris and then Evans, there was, I believe Chris Evans sent one. Yeah. Too. Chris yeah. Evans had a very Hugh long. Hugh Jackman had a really good story about him. Did he? I didn't see yeah. that. Uh, he talked about how he went out on a red carpet premiere for one of the X-Men, I think. And he's like, well, you know, I'm Wolverine. I figure I probably command a lot of attention. He came out and like the 300 photographers on the carpet weren't taking any pictures of him because <laughs> Stanley was at the front of the carpet and like they're all just <laughs> totally focused on him taking pictures. He's like, oh, wow. It said it was a total reality check for him. <laughs> um, That's good. Uh, Seth Rogen had a really good one. Yeah, his was uh, his was it was short but very fitting. Talking about how Stanley made kids feel like it was okay to be different, and that was kind of Stanley's whole thing. You know, you go back to when he jumped in comics. At first, comics never really touched on real issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was the first one to really touch on like big social issues and and take a little message and shove it in with your funny books. So yeah. like you have mm-hmm. to think while reading too. Well, not mm-hmm. only which that, I hate that, but. <laughs> He introduced the concept of uh, relatable slice of life yes. characters. And he did that as simply as uh, having things set in real cities. Yeah. yeah. Like New York. Uh, uh, wherever New York. York. <laughs> Mainly New York. Mainly New York. <laughs> Mainly New York. But, you know, at the so time. I was hoping you say Wakanda. I'd be like, no, buddy, I'm sorry. <laughs> New York. Wakanda. The Savage Land. <laughs> the Blue Side of the Moon. Asteroid M. Asteroid M. Ego. The Living World. But at the, at the time, like, you know, it was it was all just like Gotham City, Star City, yeah, Metropolis, yeah. all the, you know, Coastal City. Coast yeah. City. Yeah. Coast he, City. Uh, I fucked it up. It's okay. <laughs> he just kind of, he made it, he brought it to our world. Yeah. To the real world. And I think that that kind of gets overlooked a little bit. It does. Yeah. I mean, before, he's really what brought comics out of the Silver Age into the more modern concept mm-hmm. of what a comic is, because before that... There was a perception of comics being about escapism and characters that were larger than life that were able to just smash through any problems like Superman, the original Captain Marvel, Cap when he was with, uh, I think it was Timely Comics. Timely Comics. Yeah. yeah. Just like characters that literally, you know, take that. And, you know, just characters that were one dimensional, used for children to be like, wow. Then the 60s came along and people were disenfranchised. There was social strife. There is the looming specter of communism and nuclear Armageddon. And he really felt that undercurrent. And with him and a lot of talented writers artists, letterers, colors. He was really able to make a really powerful outlet for young people to tap into, which I think is very, you know, very uncredited. Because you have like the Hulk, who is a literal living embodiment of the specter of nuclear annihilation and the horrors of death through modern science 
kept unchecked. And there's other characters like Spider-Man, who is another character of a science gone wrong, but it's also a living, breathing human being with his own problems. He's a teenager trying to juggle a job and living in the big city and relationships and a man on a goblin glider throwing <laughs> bombs at him. And you have like the X-Men. Yeah, the X-Men, which is a perfect analogy for any disenfranchised group you could pick. You could mm-hmm. pick the LGBT community. You could pick, you know, the you could pick any kind of race, minority, yeah. religious minority, or just someone who's feeling disenfranchised because they're different. Yeah. I, I think that he was, he's was he been quoted saying that's the exact reason for X-Men. Yeah, it was. It, it, and like there was, uh, I, I wish I could remember it, but there was a, a thing that shortly after he passed, somebody posted when he used to do like Stan's rants. Oh yeah. I miss those. Mm-hmm. And there was one where like somebody was like, why do you gotta, you know, he's like, he, he was like, you know, people always ask me, why do we, we put so much social commentary in our, in our Funny books. books. <laughs> and I mean, essentially the answer was because the, the world's not perfect and you can't just pretend like it's not happening. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I can't help but think as well because I was on Facebook that day, as I'm sure you both yeah. were. And it was just like post after post I, I, about Stanley. And I couldn't help but get in the mind of somebody who maybe doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. They're just like, why are so many people caring about right. this old guy? I, I, I experienced that like the next day at work. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they, you know, I, I'm obviously the, the hallmark nerd of where I work. And <laughs> and like a lot of a couple of the guys are like, oh, are you OK, man? Are you like joking around? I'm like, actually, <laughs> no, I'm kind of fucked up about it. But, you know, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting almost the same thing when I go into work today. Yeah. Yeah. I got sure asked by a couple it. people, too. Because when even like in the beginning of the year, when he had that bout with pneumonia. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. There was people coming up to me like, hey, are you going to be OK? Are you going to need some time off? I'm like, <laughs> listen, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Thank you. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'll be back in a month. <laughs> I wish you would have done that. That would have been fucking awesome. But uh, they're, they, so they don't, may not understand why he's so, like, so important. But I think back even to when I was a kid and like I was getting into like X-Men and Spider-Man and stuff like that. Like even then, before I even knew really who Stanley was, he was having a direct impact on my life. Oh, yeah. Um, and it just kind of progressed even from there. Like just, you know, he, he his books touched it to that people aren't perfect even your superheroes aren't perfect right but you can still try to be a good person yes and you can yeah. still try to do the right thing even if you're not perfect yourself and that's all I, that's all you ever wanted yeah. <laughs> I just want somebody to teach me yeah, yeah. I, really <laughs> did. I just need to pop a stand and show the way <laughs> I mean it really did show as comics always illustrated you know life is a struggle I mean you're, it's going to be full of problems you're going to be miserable a lot of the time mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to do what's right yeah but you know I think it's, it's a beautiful thing to show you shouldn't show that that life is, you know, you're just, you're not you shouldn't show that you know someone's got to come and swoop down and rescue you. Yeah, or, right. Sometimes you got to rescue yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um, and he, uh, when he was started was writing for Timely Comics, he had almost completely quit comics entirely. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he wasn't enjoying it. And his wife Joan told him, uh, "This is the best part. Before you quit, just just do the one thing you want to do." And this was when it was already becoming Marvel Comics and that. And just just do just do one story. If if you could do one story, you're gonna quit anyways. Just do the one story you want, and that's when he did Fantastic Four, <laughs> and that just sort of changed the entire landscape of everything. Mm-hmm. Because shortly after that, you know, then you get your Spider Man and your X Men and Thor, Iron Man, Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, he, bef- he didn't create Captain America, but he definitely took that element oh, yeah. and, and turned it on its head. Well, I mean, before. Marvel had uh, reinvented Cap. He was a one-dimensional Nazi smasher, basically. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing. I heard that was the first name that kind of kicked around. <laughs> Nazi, smasher. Nazi smasher. <laughs> I'd read Nazi smasher monthly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, before like they started modernizing Marvel, it was all giant monster comics. Like You still even have the vestigial uh, characters that were from that time, like... Uh, a lot of the mole men's guys and like mm. Fin Fang Foom. I love Fin Fang. Oh, me too. Like even the, you know, uh, Fantastic Four number one had an enormous lava monster reaching out mm-hmm. of the, you know, it was like, that was half their comics before. That was most of the comics. It was all about giant man thing. Yeah. Man thing. Giant size. Giant man. size. Man thing. <laughs> Still my favorite comic book title. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's crazy what a life of ups and downs, like not only emotionally, but financially he lived through. Like, yeah. He's been through multiple comic book crashes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He probably made the majority of his fortune during the last 10 years of his life, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Well, because he actually uh, he actually went to court. I was just going to ask you guys that. Yeah. About uh, the first Spider-Man movie. He didn't get any royalties from it. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Those fucks. I did not know that uh, until Monday. Like I was just I was probably watched the same video. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was reading. Oh, I was just reading uh, just random stuff I could find. Um, not for the show, just for the sake of interest. Uh, and I, I found that out and I was like, holy crap. Like I can, I can't believe that. Like Sony would try to fuck him like that. I can believe it. And I was like, fuck Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so, By the way, Sony, if you want to sponsor us, we'll be happy to. <laughs> oh, like, see, I was, going, I was going the opposite <laughs> direction and let's, I was going to say, let's everybody start a hashtag. Fuck Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Amy Pascal. Uh, <laughs> Cursor with a pie. <laughs> 
I don't want to inflict any harm on her, but I want to embarrass her. Tony, get your Nerf gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, so we already kind of talked about there was like the one little bit of, not controversy, but people trying to sour an already sad moment. Yes. There's also somebody else that oh, no. decided to, to run their mouth oh, on Twitter. Oh, I know where you're going. And fucker. Uh, Mr. Army Hammer, you may know him from such cinematic adventures and classics as the Lone Ranger. <laughs> social Network. He played the twins in Social Network. Yes, in the ill-fated uh, double billing Justice League film that never happened. Yeah, he was going to be cast as Batman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't deserve that role, sir. <laughs> he basically went to Twitter and said that anybody sharing pictures of them with Stanley is doesn't really care about him and it just cares about themselves and they're an asshole. Yeah. And then Jeffrey T. Morgan replied. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, you didn't know? I didn't see that. There's something about a uh, way to take. Uh, People, uh, shit, I know. Hold on, keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up because it's too good to misquote. Yeah, uh, basically, like raining on anyone's parade who was posting pictures, including you know yours truly. Yeah, if that I did. I would have had a meet and greet with Stan Lee, and you know, uh, wanted to share that moment because you know that was that was Stan Lee's cameo in my life. Exactly. That <laughs> oh, was that's such. That's such a good way to put it. That was you know that was his little moment in my life that you know I. I You're so cute. I like that. <laughs> that was so good that I wanted to share with everybody that you know even though. You know, Tony mentioned we talk shit about the experience. Yeah. And it was no fault of Stan Lee. Yeah, I was about to say, there's no fault of Stan Lee. Conga line stuff, huh? Yeah, like, just, you know, and just how he was just, you kind of were walked into the room. It was like, hey, Stan, oh, hey, oh okay, bye. Keep <laughs> uh, yeah. going, kid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was like, Don't a, just, touch the just almost a revolving door of uh, of things. But, like, you know, you have people that are, are sad about this, and they want to share their happy moment, and you're going to use it to get yourself some retweets and yeah, some headlines. Exactly. Wow, that's really funny that you put it like that. You ready for uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's yeah. quote? Yes. Says, looks like you found a way to use others' ways of mourning and their memories to draw some attention to yourself. You sound like a like a real asshat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, Sir Winchester. <laughs> I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan's one of those people. He just seems like just an awesome dude. Like yeah. just somebody I would just like to sit with. Like, and he just seems like a no bullshit kind of guy. Yeah. He just, he, I don't know. He's one of the few people named Jeffrey that I don't hate. It's so. <laughs> a little known fact. People named Jeffrey hate each other. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I read that, that crap about uh, army, army, whatever, how yeah, you yeah, pronounce yeah. it. Um, and I just got angry. Like, I was just like, yeah. what, why do you have to be That's like what he that? was going for, though. I don't Is there any worse troll than a celebrity troll? Yeah, well, he's just uh, mad because he's not relevant. Yeah, yeah I don't even know who the fuck he is. That's honestly, he's like, oh, I'll do the Lone Ranger. That'll make me pop <laughs> with, with, <laughs> with Johnny Depp playing a Native American. Yeah, yeah. no it's cultural like, appropriation there. <laughs> it's just Can like, someone say problematic? Doesn't it doesn't seem that he had to put too much uh, work into his uh, character development for the social network? And like, where the fuck does he get off talking about Stanley? What special relationship did he have with him? He probably didn't have any. He's probably just bitter because he's not in a Marvel movie. <laughs> the only actor in Hollywood not to be in a Marvel movie. That's whatever. That's what I always think of whenever you have these actors that like talk mad shit about like Marvel fo- Marvel films. Yeah. yeah. Like I always feel like I'm like, are they really mad? Or are they just mad <laughs> they're because better. they're not in them? Like Sylvester Stallone saying that he hated comic book books. Well, maybe I'll do one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. I'll, I'll, um, but, uh, so I, I did watch a video collection of all of Stanley's cameos. Ooh, how many are there? There is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Um, so the question I impose upon you fine folks, oh, do you have it. a favorite Stanley cameo? <laughs> what, like when you think of Stanley cameos, what's the one that just like instantly pops in your head? Mm-hmm. If I could snap my fingers, I would bite. See, there's one that pops in my head, but I don't know if it's my favorite. It's just one of those ones that like I didn't see coming. Which one? The Incredibles. He was in The Incredibles? Yeah, he's at I the forgot. very end. Uh, I think it's actually post credit scene. Do you mean Big Hero 6? Yes. Sorry. I was going to say. <laughs> Big Hero 6 is the one I meant. He actually plays like, was it dad or the uncle? Of- I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. That one threw me through a loop. I didn't see it coming and I was just like, oh my God, Stan Lee. <laughs> that was a cool one. But I don't know if it was my favorite. It's just, yeah. It's that one that like kind of just caught me off guard. <laughs> Mine, I can't remember which movie it was, which is wild. It's either the Hulk or the Incredible Hulk. When he played the security guard with Lou Ferrigno. Was the that was the uh, Ang Lee Hulk. That was. It was, yeah. So it's like the worst Marvel movie. Well, not even a Marvel movie. It's still a guilty pleasure of mine. But Who hired a 90-year-old man to be a security guard? <laughs> well, well, he was about 86 at he was the time. A, <laughs> he, was, he was a uh, security guard in the Hall of Cap. That's true, he was. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was a good one, too. But that one just always cracked me up because I had both him and Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Actually, funny story. Old man. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go. You got an 80 year old man training a deaf man as a security guard. <laughs> that sounds like a great movie. <laughs> that sounds like a buddy cop film to I me. Would, I would watch the shit out of that. Um, side note Edward Norton delivers that pizza to the dude at the door that he has to get past. That is also the teacher uh, from Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, no shit. Yes. Wow. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Kind of weirdly messed up there, but you know, whatever. You can make one of the weirdest word webs of all time with all the bizarre twists and turns. What's your favorite? Mine? Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of a tie between two. 
Um, I really like a Civil War one. Oh yeah, where he's like package for Mister Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one's pretty good. Um, cool. And then the uh, the post credits in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yes. Oh, where he was sitting with all the watchers. watchers. Yeah. 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 I was like, I still got lots of stories to tell. Where are you going? Like, basically, anytime like when they actually started giving him like lines. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that's when I really really fell in love with all those cameos. Um, and weirdly, and I think my favorite. I know what my favorite one is because it's the longest one I think to, in my mind, and that's uh, his cameo in Mallrats. Oh shit! I forgot. Oh, about yeah. Mallrats. I really love that he cameo. Seems to be obsessed with superhero oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he'll grow out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's my favorite one. Hands that's, down. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, that's actually I take mine back because that was my favorite. <laughs> that's Holy <yeah>. shit! <laughs> You're Stanley? Well, come to think of it. <laughs> this reminds me of the, the one I wrote when Peter Parker took Mary Jane to buy underwear. I'll <laughs> be a goblin tonight. <laughs> And a hot goblin blue, blue this. Bomb the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Even that, like I remember looking, like man, he's old. Yeah, well, he, he looked good. He, he he's aged extremely well until recently. That's, but, uh, that's what happens when you love what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. that's that's actually probably it. Yeah, it's the old platitude: uh, "Do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life." Yep. Exactly. That's that's like his uh, his motto. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. of all the quotes I've seen going around of him, that was like his one his one main uh, takeaway. And he stuck through, even though you know his company went through so many crazy ups and downs. Dead, yeah. Like. And he even like eventually stepped down as president of Marvel because yep. he didn't really even like it. Yep. He yeah, he hated being the the behind a desk all day. Yeah, which which is crazy. Once again, I mean, like, it's not, but it's something. Which once again though, it's something to think about. Like, oh, here you have a guy who who got like the top job at his right. job at his profession, and then he's like, eh, you know what? I'm yeah, not. Enjoying I'm not it. enjoying myself. Yeah. So I'm just gonna step away. Like that's that alone. That's something to admire to admire mm-hmm. and take away from everything i mean we live in such a status obsessed society where you put your status your ability to make money first yeah i think it's a uh, very admirable to be able to just step down and be like no i'm not enjoying myself i'd rather just make less and do something that i enjoy and be happy and especially uh something less stressful yes uh, stress is just so under undervalued in how much it affects people mm-hmm. the uh uh, you know, we can talk about obviously his legacy forever. Um, and that's the one thing that really just sticks out in my mind is, wow, this guy, like you talk to people always say, you know, a, a person's life is measured by the amount of people they touch and their legacy. Mm-hmm. And like, if that's the case, Stanley's living forever Hell oh, yeah! because there will never not be a Spider-Man. They will, there will never not be an Iron Man. There will never not be an X-Men fantastic Four. those books will still be there. The movies are still going to be there. They're yep. still punching them out and they're still going to be as enjoyable. He literally changed the landscape of a modern cinema. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> you think of everything he created and all his, you know, what it is now. I don't think there's anybody on the planet right now that has that kind of reach that he has oh, created. Yeah. Like the only person, and you guys might give me some flack for it. The only person I think could come even close is maybe George Lucas. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But even then, like, oh, what about Jesus, though? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they did some Marvel uh Jesus stuff, I think. Probably. I'm sure they did. <laughs> My question to you guys um, is, in the next couple of weeks, are you going to keep an eye on the shelves for the Stan Lee mem- uh, mem- memory or memorial, memorial issue. issue or something of that nature? Because um, I'm honestly thinking about going every Wednesday. It depends. I mean, they'll announce it. Yeah. And it depends. I mean... I think they'll produce it enough to where you won't be able to. I don't care about money. Well, I know. I'm saying like you'll be able to find it. I think either. Yeah, because I mean it's it's one of those things where like it's kind of it's it's a dicey thing. It's like dicey. I, I want yeah. it, but at the same time you're like I don't want people profiting off of his death. Like right. But at the same time, I kind of think it would it would have they would have to do it. Well, I mean a memorial issue and then profiting from it would be something that in a way Stan wanted because he like literally gave his yeah. entire life to the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if he felt that. Telling his story in a tasteful way would help bring Ooh, money to the company that he cares about so much. Like a biography kind of comic? I would love that. Wow, that would be cool. Just uh, to see all the weird, crazy like, th- reality being like drawn out. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick to have it drawn out? Ooh, oh, that's tough. Um, someone with more of a 1960s style, I think. I don't know who that would be. Right yeah, now. I know. It's rough. I love, oh, I can't remember the name of the artist who works with Ed Broodbaker so much. He's really good. Neil Graham? Was that him? Isn't George Perez still? George Perez would be a good choice. I thought he was going to say Romero Jr. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just fucking around. <clears throat> yeah, Umberto Ramos. <laughs> Giant, beefy Stan Lee with like enormous horseshoe lower teeth. Rob Layfield. Oh, I would Rob love Rob Layfield. <laughs> He's like super angry, has 18,000 pouches and you know no what? feet. Speaking of Rob Layfield, you know what I always I thought was kind of crazy was because you mentioned that Stan Lee had a cameo in Big Hero 6. Yeah. Which that isn't even a property that he really had anything to do with. Yeah. It was kind of a. 
sort of Marvel, basically Disney yeah. production. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the fact that he also did cameos in like uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. And he, you know, theoretically, like he didn't have anything to do with the creation of Deadpool yeah. whatsoever. He's, he's the, but he's the godfather. Yeah. Like would, to have have him in your movie like is almost a must. Mm -hmm. Except they didn't do it for Fantastic Four in 2015. Well, that's why it failed. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently I didn't realize this. I never know. I never knew that. Yeah. I just kind of assumed there was one. Yeah. No, he wasn't. That's probably. Yeah. Um, there, there's the, only didn't have the kiss of approval. No. <laughs> There was only, I think, half the X Men movies have cameos from him. Oh, I think that's you're true right. Too. Yeah, like I don't know. Well, is that, it that, any of the first ones? Uh, X Men I mean, One does. Any of the uh, new ones? Um, well, X Men Apocalypse does because it actually has him and his wife in it. Oh wow! When there's missiles going off and like him and his wife are like looking, you can see the reflection of the missiles right. in his glasses. Yep. Um, the other, I don't think he's in First Class. No, I don't remember him in First Class. I don't remember Days of Future Past enough. I don't think he is. I mean, even sometimes like I'll put in like a Marvel movie and I'll be like, where was the Stanley cameo? When is that happening? <laughs> like I just try to be like, what did he like the other day? I was sitting there. I was thinking, I was like, what was his cameo in Infinity War? What was his cameo in Infinity War? He was the bus driver. That's right. Bus. Very, which was great. Like, you they got kids never line. seen a spaceship before? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's apparently the word is, is that he he did film his cameo for Avengers 4. I heard that he has cameos banked. I, I don't heard know if that I believe too. it, but I hope that it's true. Well, I knew a few years ago they had said they'd shot a bunch. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if that's just a meme or something. Yeah. And right. so, but I know, so what tells me like, okay, if they got Avengers 4, then he's probably going to pop up in Captain Marvel. Yeah. I'm assuming. And then maybe. Far from home. Spider-Man. Far from home. Maybe. Cause like that just finished, finished filming. I don't know at what point they would, they oh, did no. his cameos. I know um, they're not much of like heart to heart. It's usually comedy stuff. Yeah. But like, uh. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm visualizing it and I'm getting lost in it. Uh, far from home, walking up to Spider-Man like he's on the street, some somewhere where a normal old man could get to, <laughs> and just like putting his hand on his shoulder and like you did good, kid. Yeah. I'll be like, oh. <laughs> oh god, it's gonna be weird. Uh, it's gonna be so sad when those last few cameos do start popping up, and it's already weird just thinking about it. And there was that thing forever that went around on the line, like one day. No. <laughs> Don't say, yeah. it. You're Don't gonna, say it. You're going to be sitting watching a Marvel movie and the credits are going to start and you're going to be like, something was missing. <laughs> and then it's going to come up in memory of Stan Lee. <laughs> Um, the day I see that happen, the day I don't have a Stanley cameo, it's going to be like he died all over again. I know. Yeah. You're gonna, I think there's still not many people get two deaths unless you're a Marvel character. <laughs> unless you're unless you're in a comic book. <laughs> then you get quite a few, actually. I think they're at, still going to find uh, they're still going to find ways to work him in. I was just saying that the other night, like uh, having like a picture of Stanley on somebody's desk. Like, it's, you know, it's my grandpa or something like that. Something in the background. They'll yeah, be they'll still on, be. He's on a TV in the background or something. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> What, we, what was it, Saturday or Sunday night, we had watched Ant-Man yeah. in the mm -hmm. Wasp, and we watched like all the outtakes, and there was like all the different takes he did, mm. Stanley did, of like uh, when his car shrinks. I think they went with the best one. That was another good one. The 60s were fun, but now I'm paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that's about, that about wraps it up. Yep. Uh, it was fun. I'm glad we it laughed. Was. I'm glad it wasn't all somber. You, you know what? I'm, I'm actually, I was afraid there would be no yuck yucks at all this episode. No, nah, we always find a way. It's yeah. our coping True. mechanism. It is our coping <laughs> mechanism. It really is. What is some of your favorite Stanley cameos? And well, since you asked, uh, <laughs> <laughs> some of your favorite Stanley memories. Uh, you feel free to share them with us, or if you, even if you had like pictures from meet and greets, you can share oh, those. Like, share those, those with us. Yeah. We love them. It's 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 really cool to see just how many people he got out there and took the time to take pictures with, even up to the ripe age of, I, think, I don't think he slowed down until a year or two ago. Yeah. So it was either 94, 93 or 94, maybe a little bit after his wife died. Yeah. So uh, don't forget to check us out every week on the pod bros podcasting network. And also download a podcatcher app where you can get all of our shows on whatever podcasting format you prefer, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, uh, Google, Podbean, Play, Podbean, Google Play, Google Play, really all of them. I just interested too many. It's just too many, many, too many. You can even check us out on our YouTube. The episodes are now going up on there. Yep. And if you subscribe to either our RSS feed or our YouTube channel, you'll actually get a notification when they get post a day early. Will you be doing a uh, trailer reaction for Detective Pikachu? Uh, you damn well know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one we forgot to talk about in the news. I, I purposely didn't because I was like, I don't know if Tony's watched it yet. I that was a jaw dropping moment when I seen that. I was like, oh, and then I said, Nope, we're gonna save this. <laughs> uh, you could also check us out on Facebook, Kapowcast 2015, also on Twitter at Kapowcast and Instagram. We also have a Patreon where you can make monthly donations to help fund us and feed us. <laughs> if you're so hungry, if you enjoy what you hear and you want to help contribute and keep on the yuck yucks coming, 
feel free to make a donation for as little as a dollar, less than a cup of coffee. Way less than a cup of coffee. Way less than a cup of coffee. Like just, <laughs> just don't buy one cup of coffee in the month and you're covered. That's asking a lot. Us. It is asking a lot. I know. You don't even if you're doing a dollar, you don't even have to buy like not buy a cup of coffee. Just get a smaller you size. Smaller, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you, <laughs> could go, you could go to Tim Hortons instead of a Starbucks, Starbucks and save like five bucks. Hell yeah, that's very true too. Very true. Also, you can check out uh, our Kapowcast T-shirt over on T Public. Uh, and what's that jingle again? That's t e dot p u b slash l i c slash pod bros. Good job. Uh, <laughs> pulled it through. And uh, there's con- constantly, <laughs> constantly going on sale. So you get, you know, if you don't want to pay full price for it, you can always check back. Or they even you can sign up for text message alerts for when the site has sales. Yep, that's what I do. That's how I know when they go on sale, so I can let <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah. know. So and they go, they go up to like thirty percent off. Usually, yeah. I think that's like average. Like yeah. that's like numero uno thing. It's like 30%. nothing. I know there's a Black Friday one coming up. I think. Ooh. I think so too. Ooh. Maybe maybe you could spring and purchase the hoodie. Hell yeah. And the banner. And the banner. Just fly it on your house. <laughs> and the pillow. You can drool on us. <laughs> the pillow is actually relatively comfor- comfortable. Um, the fabric doesn't isn't abrasive. It's it's not as abrasive. I'll say that. Like it is kind of very throw pillow-ish, <laughs> but like I fell asleep on it multiple times. Just turn the fucker around, all right? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's printed on both sides. You can't Son of a bitch. <laughs> they thought of that. Wow, I've never heard of a uh, printed pillow that has logo on both sides. Also, um, thinking about doing something special for our Patreons. So if you want to get into that, you might want to go sign up for our Patreon because it'll probably be happening in the month of either you December to, or January. You don't want to miss out. Yep. You don't want to be late to the party. You don't want to be late to the party. Because then all the guacamole dip's gone. Oh, God. <laughs> That's fine with me. But thank you to those Patreons, by the way. Janelle Kosolowski, Charlie Robbins, and Angel Doty. We greatly appreciate your month in and month out um, support. Support. You don't like guacamole? No, I'm not a fan of guacamole, which is weird because I like avocado. Okay, I can get, I can understand that. <laughs> uh, Conceptually, I can understand it. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, did we get everything? I think so. Well, then possibly doing a giveaway. Ooh. Hey, hell yeah! Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. But till next time, <laughs> I am Mike. I am Jeff. I'm Tony. Excelsior. See you next time. Uh, I think whatever you do, you should do what you most want to do and what you're best at. Too many people don't really do what their heart's desire is, but they try to do something else because they think, well, it'll be easy to get a job or to make money. And if that happens, then when you're doing it, you feel like you're working. But if you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. It's easier for you to do.